and welcome back to BBFB. I'm Nick and today we're looking at Batman and the Mad Monk, the second book in a two book series called Dark Moon Rising. The plot on art is provided by Matt Wagner again, whose backstory I explained in the last segment. So let's jump straight into the sequel and let's hope it's better than the last instalment. <laughs> The book takes us back to the Julie Madison and Bruce relationship, with Bruce unable to attend another date, as he is busy visiting Gordon. Gordon, however, is under pressure from the current commissioner to stop contacting and working with Batman. Gordon ends up in a fight with some of the commissioner's loyal men, in a fight that brought back memories to me of Year One. Batman saves Gordon from these corrupt policemen, and warns them to leave him alone. Gordon then takes Batman down to the morgue, where he shows him two victims who have had all of their blood in their body drained from their neck. Mischief is afoot. We also return to Norman Madison, who is paranoid about Batman knowing his name, and is locking himself into his study and not speaking to his daughter. Another victim is found by the police, and Batman conducts some detective activity, taking a tyre track from the scene and deducing that the vehicle must have been a hearse. Batman tracks down the hearse to a warehouse where it is surrounded by a couple of thugs. Batman interrogates these thugs aggressively and learns of the villain, the Monk, who strikes more fear into these criminals than the Batman himself. Julie meets Darla in a bar in Gotham, and she convinces Julie to visit her boyfriend at their castle to help her father. Darla's boyfriend is the monk, and drugs Julie. He bites her neck, but decides to spare her, attempting to use her to gain her father's bank details, to steal all his money, and fund his evil brotherhood. Bruce later notices the bite marks on Julie's neck, and understands what he's up against creating silver batarangs to confront the monk. Batman follows Julie as she heads off in the middle of the night under a hypnotic spell. Bruce follows her to the castle and enters investigating the premises. While prowling the grounds, Batman triggers a booby trap and falls down a staircase into an Indiana Jones-style room with spikes coming out of the wall as the walls close in. Batman escapes thanks to a carefully placed explosive and leaves the castle knowing Julie is safe. Julie's father talks to her, giving her his will and telling her he has to do something dangerous. Julie, still in a trance from the monk, barely takes any notice and lets her father continue. Julie brings this will and Norman's bank details to the monk, who decides Julie has served her purpose and is now ready to be a sacrifice. Batman heads off to her rescue and saves her from the Brotherhood's evil scheme. At the same time, within Gotham, Norman confronts Sal Moroni and tries to shoot him, trying to sever any bond he has with organised crime in a crazy rampage. However, Norman is killed by Moroni's thugs as they return fire in self-defence. Back at the castle, Batman fights the monk throughout the building, even up to the rooftop. The monk is then struck by lightning and is fried. Batman heads down to save Julie from the castle burning down, bursting through a window with Julie in his arms. Bruce reveals his identity to Julie, who understands why Bruce was always so busy. Julie learns of her father's death and then leaves Gotham to join the Peace Corps in Africa, 
claiming she couldn't live with Bruce knowing that Batman is the reason her father died. Bruce realises that many lives will be lost during his mission and it will last a long time before his job is complete. He glides off into Gotham, ready to fight another day. In review, I feel that this book really showed me that Monster Men was just a warm-up for Wagner for this book because it really started to get interesting with the monk. It's interesting because even though a book like Batman Gothic, which I reviewed earlier, didn't work for me, this book proved for me that supernatural villains or circumstances like creepy castles and vampires do work with Batman and can really be enjoyable for me, can really draw me into the story. As long as you have a convincing, menacing villain like the monk, then you're in for a great ride. A couple of great lines in this book were that Gordon said that standing over a a dead body with Batman is becoming a habit, and we know that this will definitely continue between the two. And another good line was Bruce saying that he was foolish to think that his mission wouldn't last very long. I really enjoyed seeing some detective work from Bruce, which seems to be rare in Batman books I've read so far. It's nice to see some of those detective touches coming through. There were some mentions to a drug hunt, which I think showed us Batman doesn't just focus on supernatural villains like the monk but he also deals with realistic matters like finding Salmaroni's drug shipment there were some really great images like these silver batarangs I thought were really cool uh, a really heavily wounded Batman probably perhaps the worst state that we've ever seen him in actually looked very good and there were loads of nods to the to other books including as I mentioned earlier Gordon's fight in year one uh, the killing joke when it was mentioned the red hood the Man Who Laughs directly follows this book. And right at the end you saw a shot of a billboard with the Graysons foreshadowing Robin's involvement, which we'll see in Dark Victory. And as well as The Long Halloween, because we had a brief little conversation with Harvey Dent about Carmine Falcone and Sal Moroni. As well as the fact Falcone appears in this book. There were three major negatives with this book though. Firstly, I felt that Julie Madison was pretty dim, that she did not suspect anything about the monk in his castle when she first turned up. They may be able to get round with that with some sort of hypnotism alibi, but it was never really explained, and it brought me out of the story a bit. If I was taken to a weird castle and, and a guy in red robes turned up, I would certainly be on high alert. Secondly, the monk died far too quickly and simply just struck by lightning. Makes you feel that the writers didn't know how to end it and drew his death out of a hat. Could have been anything. Could have just fallen off the roof. Yeah, was very disappointed with um, the monk's demise. And I thought the third act was quite weak in general. And thirdly, uh, the story with Norman Madison, that whole narrative thread didn't grab me at all. And I would prefer if it wasn't there. Art-wise, this is my kind of art. I absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. It was gory at times. It had a, a look of the Batman animated series, and it really made the monk menacing, and the landscapes and characters all look fantastic with excellent detail, and a realism that really, really worked for me. In conclusion, great story, even though it's a supernatural villain, and that's thanks to there being a great villain. Even though this is your typical vampire story, they still managed to make it interesting. Wagner himself has been accused of being a much better artist than writer in the past, with Monster Men, I think he definitely dropped the ball regarding the story, but Mad Monk is a much better improvement, and as I expected. 
Wagner takes the classical concepts of castles and vampires but puts a really good modern twist on it. Certainly worth reading. Sadly, you might have to put yourself through Monster Men to appreciate all the plot threads in this book, but it is worth putting yourself through that torture because it pays off with the conclusion with the Mad Monk. I'll give this book 4 out of 5 Batarangs. Well done Mr Wagner, good work, great improvement. I'm looking forward to your next book. Yeah, I know. Well, that's me done for now. Uh, We've had a slight change to our reading list, and we will be jumping straight from this book into Catwoman Year One. I'm afraid that Batman Snow has been cut out. And then we head through our list as usual, that I've placed recently on the forums as the next bunch of books, with loads of interesting ones coming up. So that's me done for now, and now back to Dustin and the guys. 